everyone this is another episode of that record got me hi i'm your host rob elba it's great having you all here with me uh we have guests on usually musicians but not always uh and they talk about an uh, album that they love that got them high and they bring in records and a lot of times it's things that i've never heard which is exciting and so without further ado i'd like to welcome uh today's guest uh minnesota bass singer songwriter his latest release is called freer street f-r-e-e-r freer street it's out right now Please don't try to be gracious I know you'll know that ain't your style Come on strong in your natural fashion I know Welcome it's to the show, so Tony Cuchetti. Welcome to the show, Tony. Hey, how you doing? Good to, good to be here. <laughs> Full disclosure, Tony, because you're going to learn, I'm all about honesty on this show. So me and Tony started chatting a little bit, and then I realized <laughs> I forgot to start the recording. So we're, <laughs> but we didn't get that far into it, but we did, yeah, ch- <laughs> we chatted a little. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. But we are, uh, hopefully we're recording this now. We are. And I was telling, what I was telling Tony was that I downloaded uh, this release, Freer Street, and you know, I, there's so much like I was saying there's so much music out there and a lot of times I'll get a uh, you know something I've I don't know I've never heard of uh, Tony uh, before and I don't know what it's going to be so I'm secretly I'm kind of hoping that it's just going to be really bad and I'll listen to a little bit and I'll go oh, that, that sucks and that's it but uh, no this is it's really great uh, it's just really well recorded well played and the songs are great I mean it's just really good so uh, so Tony you were starting to tell me about where it was recorded because you're uh, Minnesota based, but this was recorded in Wisconsin. In Wisconsin, yeah, in Menominee, Wisconsin, at a drum farm studios, and uh, it's a great place. It's a family farm. John Richardson owns it. He used to drum for the Gin Blossoms and some other groups, uh, and uh, toured with a lot of groups. But he, uh, yeah, he turned his uh, a few of his outbuildings into a really killer studio, and he's got it set up to where the bands can stay out there if they want. It's a really uh, kind of out in the farmland, so it's really beautiful and. Uh, that's, that's what we did we uh we stayed out there for about three and a half days and just lived out there and he, he just left the the doors open to the studio and we just kind of went around the clock so it was an awesome experience yeah oh that's great because yeah you know what there's a really cool vibe on it i'm i'm thinking a lot of it was a lot of it done uh, together like you guys all playing together in a room together 
Yeah, all of it was. It was, it was uh, we okay. were all in one room. Even the even the lead vocals were cut uh, all live, yes. I mean, we did very minimal overdubs, like some guitar work and some background vocals, but all of it was right. pretty much done all at once. Yeah. I had a feeling, because that's what it sounds yeah. like. It's got that oh, vibe, which is sure. great. Yeah, you love, there's yeah. nothing better than a band, than guys in the same, you know, a band all together playing in the same. Yeah, there's yeah like that's that. what I wanted from the start. You know, I, I wanted Eric Koskinen produced it, and he's a amazing dude a songwriter he's got his own band over here in minnesota he's great but he um yeah when i when i presented it to him to produce it i was like this is the vibe i want and he was totally on board for it and uh, i i also another cool thing about it is i didn't want any of the musicians to to hear the songs before we got into the studio so that was their first kind of takes on oh, those really? songs yeah yeah. Oh, that's great. That, that's funny because yeah. we just we just recently did a Neil Young episode. Um, uh, tonight's the night, and he kind of did the same thing with his band. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah, that that's great. That's great. Yeah, it was. It, it turned out so much better than I could ever imagine. I mean, the group of guys I had and everything, the studio, the vibe. It was just. It was a perfect. Uh, uh, storm for 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 a great album so oh well that's great well like i said yeah. it really does show and uh yeah we'll talk about it I'll, I'll play some clips from it but where's uh where's the best place for people to get it if they want to check it out well they can buy uh, a copy we the record label press some vinyl which um, i'm going to be uh selfish and say that's my favorite uh a way to listen to it it sounds amazing on vinyl right. they pressed it on this killer orange kind of um uh vinyl and um you can get that at, at uh, farm to label farm to label records uh, farm to label records.com they, they you can buy the copies there or off my website tonycachetti.com and uh, it's on all the major streaming sites and uh, and then the John the who owns the label as well he just um, told me that they're gonna be up um, putting up a link to uh, if you wanted to download you know the, the tracks like and go that route you know kind of thing so yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, that's great. And like I said, I highly recommend it from me. And I don't do it. I, like I always tell everyone, I don't recommend stuff if I don't. If I don't, I, I just don't. I kind of gloss over it and I, I don't say that. So <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> no, no problem. All right. So the album you brought, which is surprising me. Well, first of all, this is something that I'd never heard, uh, that I never heard of uh, before. I, I knew nothing about it. So what are we talking about? What's a band and record we're talking about? Oh man, the um, the one that I, I had to pick. There were so many. I, it took me uh, when Howard uh, presented this to me. It, it, it was like it took me about a week to kind of yeah to uh, think because there's so many I wanted to pick. But this one, I think overall, I mean, it's always stuck with me since the since I heard it in the '90s. And that's uh, it's above by the uh, the spinoff band Mad Season, who uh, who was a collective of uh, Lane Staley, uh, Mike McCready from uh, Pearl Jam. And uh, who else was that? It was the drummer, I believe. Barrett, yeah, Barrett Martin, Barrett, of, uh, Barrett Martin Screaming from Trees. Screaming Trees. Yeah, and then uh, I can't remember who this played bass, bass player. Yeah, John Baker Saunders, who's not really. There's always whenever yeah. you have a super group, there's always one guy that's not from an. Yeah, always has to be that. <laughs> yeah, but man, it just. I mean, ever since the, the first time I ever heard it, my buddy uh, Chad. Um, turned me onto it and we and we listened to it probably god like 10 15 times in a row and, and ever since then i just have 
I mean, I just so it, I hear something new every time I listen to it, and it was just such a, a meaningful record to me. And I've you know dug into the the history of it a little. And well, yeah, the the very first thing I thought of when you brought when I started, well, first of all, like I said, I knew nothing about it. And what I like to do usually is just start listening to something before I dig into it at all, and you know, dig into uh, right. research. So uh, first thing I'm thinking is, man, this singer sounds just like that. Alice in Chains, dude. I mean, yeah, and yeah. Then it's like, I'm like <laughs> yeah. shit, it sounds just like it. And then, of course, I read, yes, that it is Liam yeah. Staley. And, but man, the the second thing I thought of, uh, Tony, was is he okay? Is Tony okay? Because this is a bleak fucking record. It is, uh, for me, it is bleak. I know. I, I always, I always uh, fool people because I love, I mean, to me, you know, a sad song or a, or a dark song is, is always. I don't know. There's just something about it that's so true and honest. And um, this whole album, you could just, you, you know, it was definitely done around the time Staley was was battling, you know, real heavy into the heroin addiction and stuff. And he, you could tell that he was really, you know, crying out almost in these tunes. And I yeah. also heard that he was writing a lot of this stuff uh, as it was happening, you know, in the studio, like, uh, right, live, right, you know, right. as far. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I mean, it's just, I, it is very dark, but it's so honest to me and just the way that the whole band kind of, uh, vibes off each other. It's, 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 a, it's a masterpiece in my, in my ears anyway. It's really raw. And yeah. So basically, like you said, Mike McCready of uh, Pearl Jam met this uh, bass player, John Baker Saunders in rehab. They were both in rehab yep. together, drug rehab. <laughs> and they, yeah. And they decided to put together this side project and they, they wanted to get Lane in it involved mainly because they thought maybe him being around guy, people that became sober, that were recently sober, uh, you know, would be good for him. Yeah, but and and then yeah, it's it's terrible. The bass player ended up. Uh, John uh, Saunders died of a uh, drug overdose, and Lane Staley. And Lane was, Staley, yeah, eventually. it was. I mean, it's just it's one of those things that man, that that drug really can grab you. You know, it's like I've had several friends that unfortunately have met the same demise and it's a it's a nasty thing you know oh man it is and especially that like that area um the pacific north northwest the seattle all these bands at that time do you this is something i was going to ask you tony do you think it was depressed like these people are just just have a very bleak uh outlook on things and are depressed and the drugs like they self-medicate with the drugs and do that or do you think the drugs sort of bring them down like it, there's drugs are everywhere and they get into that and that brings them down like which comes first do you think yeah i don't know i mean i think it definitely was a scene that that um catered to that you know and i think dealers or whatever or people that were selling it probably were going to that you know area for the same you know for for that reason right. while the musicians were going for the music you know and then it just kind of just collectively all came and i know that area can be a really bleak place as far as weather and stuff it so is, i know that yeah. place yeah, <laughs> yeah so <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah you know i mean how there was so many great great bands and musicians that came out of that scene and, so you yeah. yeah that's what i was gonna ask you because uh, also i'm gonna be 100 percent honest that never that when 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 that scene came around and those bands it, it was never something that i totally uh got into i mean obviously uh, at a, for a time you couldn't escape it because it was everywhere right. you know the music right. but i will say that allison chains always kind of stuck out for me just because I felt like they were darker. Even then, they were like kind of darker than all these other bands. Like they really, even, oh, totally. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
totally. They they just had a different, I think, a different sound and approach, and they were. I mean, but I mean, I heard uh, I heard an interview one time with Eddie Vedder, and he said, you know, he goes, there was there was bands that, in his opinion, you know, I don't know, I can't say it for verbatim quote, but he was basically saying that blue like. Pearl Jam and stuff away, you know, like, oh, like right, in his right, opinion, right. you know, and then they never got noticed. He goes, it was such a thick scene of, of music. And, right. you know, it was like there was people that were in bands together and then they would meet another person and join a different band, you know, make a different band. So that it must have been such a, a cool time to, to be, uh, you know, I was I was a kid of the 90s and in high school when all that stuff was coming on. And, and it, you know, I just soaked it all up and right. loved it. So yeah, right. But you discovered. So when did you discover this record? Like, did you? Uh, was it when it came out? Because this it came out in eighty uh, ninety five. Yeah, I think it probably was. I don't. I didn't. Uh, I mean, I loved all those bands, but I, I think it would have been probably maybe a year or two after it came out. Even that that my buddy, you know, he he because he found it and he goes, we we always would listen to records together of all that stuff and he stumbled upon it and because it was one of those things that I think they were trying, they thought they were going to keep going with it and make more, but it just never, you know, it never oh, right. happened. Yeah. And, and I could see in listening to it, I could see it becoming them becoming big, like becoming a big oh, band yeah. because it's yeah, like for all sure. there. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like, I, 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 every time I listen to this record, I'm like, man, I want to hear <laughs> what they were going to do next, you know, kind of thing. You know, it's that old adage, but right. And then they actually did, I think they had some stuff uh, recorded, but uh, nothing with lane and screaming trees up front and Mark Lettingen, uh, was gonna slave was gonna you know fill in yeah and stuff Didn't you hear the distant cry calling me back to myself like the one you knew before calling me back once again and maybe they even did some later on they did a couple of some shows but it never yeah you know, it never really kept going yeah just with without Lane you know it was just like he just had that that crying you know just yeah. pull your heart out you know, <laughs> you know oh my it's like, god yeah yeah so this so yeah so originally uh like i said initially i i, I listened to, to your stuff and 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 your record in this and i didn't see i'm saying wow i don't see a connection but then i kind of <laughs> do because this also is a very organic sounding thing you could tell they played which I, I think they did i think they got together and did the music first and did it and then lane came in and sort of wrote lyrics for it and did it and you could hear this is a band together working on things and it's very like a, a blues base there, there's a lot of blues, totally right yeah oh yeah i you it's it just yeah it's it's total blues i mean the underlying uh you know aspect of it is blues and i think for me you know yeah you totally can't you know make the connection if you didn't know you know me personally but like right. i i'm always about like uh if something's real honest, I mean, and I have such a wide palette of music and I think you can hear that on my records is that I don't stick to just kind of like one oh, yeah, sound, yeah, you know, sure. I'm all over kind of, yeah. And so, but, but when something's honest and real, that's, I, I gravitate towards it hardcore, you know? Right. And there's a lot, and it's very, it's, it's not, it, it's one of these records that's definitely a mood record. Cause the first, uh, the first couple times I went through it, I wasn't sure if, if I dug it or got it, but I got, when I, when I really got it was on uh driving at night, coming home from work, like late, like yeah. 1am driving <laughs> in the car, listening to the whole thing. And then it's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, every, every person that I ever turn, uh, onto this record, which I, I do a lot, I, I recommend it as, is um, because my favorite way to listen to it was always just kind of in a dark 
like area where you really are a room where you can absorb it and like where you're not really stimulated by anything visually or anything else and you just kind of soak it in from start to finish and man i've i've done that so many times and it's like every time you do that you hear something different and it just yeah because it's subtle i mean it's, it's some of it's very subtle. these songs are, are long and and they take yep. a lot and they take their time getting there so it's not something you sit someone down and say oh listen to this song real quick it's like you can't it's not that <laughs> no. kind of record no all. you gotta listen to the album man. Yeah, you <laughs> do yeah it's really yeah. true and uh yeah that's true the first track wake up which takes a while to get going but i'll play you know i'll play a good bit of it but i'll also play other parts of, of these songs when they come in because like i said there's a lot uh there's a lot going on and they definitely take their time but let's listen to a little bit of the opening track wake up So it's so it's like just starting to get going, but uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I love how they take, like you said, that was one of my favorite things of this album. Which a lot of I love in music is when when bands take their time. You know, they don't try to blow through it. You know, they, they you know, it's like if you're gonna sit here and, and listen to this, you know, we're gonna <laughs> yeah, take you on a journey. And, you know, yeah, yeah. And then you're listening and you're wondering, is it gonna like when's it gonna? And it's sort of you get this right. anticipation, like you know, kind of that. It, it, <laughs> Things are gonna yeah hit, but it's like oh man, it takes its time. Yeah, and I love the uh, the uh, how it's so um, like mis like mystical, you know, almost spiritual. And I think I think I read somewhere that he was that which he was reading um, the Prophet by Khalil Gibran, which is I saw that, one of yeah. my favorite authors. He's such a good poet and writer. But he I, that's uh, you can totally tell he was battling, you know, not just like drugs but also a spiritual kind of demon that you know he was <laughs> he yeah. was talking about yeah and it's kind of and, and it's really sad because the lyrics yeah so it's wake up young man it's time to wake up your your love affair has got to go for 10 long years uh the leaves to rake up slow suicides no way to go 
Yeah. Um, but yeah. it's like, it, it's kind of ironic because the song's called Wake Up and he's telling her to wake up, but you, you there's a bleakness to it because you realize whoever it is, is not going to wake up like you, yeah you know? i mean the, one of the one of the strongest uh lyrics for me in that tune is when he says you know and an, it's an infection not a phase you know yes, and that, that yes, speaks right. so many volumes for for addict you know people that have battled with addiction you know it's like it's people just say well can't you just quit well you know it's very easy to say that but you know so right. that yeah Right. And, and he kind of, yeah. And just reading more about him, it's like, it, it's, it's really sad because he, he kind of leaned into his uh, drug addiction because obviously he had people around him, you know, trying to get him right. help and everything, but it was almost like, yeah, like uh, that is, you're right. That an infection, not a phase is like, perfect. Yeah. but it's, uh, it's just crazy uh, to think that someone could be that self-aware, but still not be able to get themselves out of it. I know it shows you the power of it. I mean, I, you know, I have, you know, come from a family that, that of you know battles some people in my family battle you know and so it's like i it hit home on that respect where you you watch these people that you love and you're like you know you, you it's like the old adage of you can take the horse to the water you know but you can't make them drink it it's like you just right, want to yeah. shake them and be like <laughs> yep yeah exactly wake up yeah like so but easier said than done i guess oh man for sure all right, and now we get uh, the next track, which I, I, I want you to, you maybe can give me some clarity on uh, what's going on here, but let's just do a little bit of X-Ray Mind. vibe with the drums in this and everything but yeah yeah it, it's like once again it's just so bleak uh, the the lyrics <laughs> i know he was going through some some crazy stuff yeah i mean you can you can totally tell but he but and in the same time uh, i don't know how to explain it like he it felt like he was reaching out too and and kind of just pouring his soul out I guess for help, you could say, but it was also explaining what he was going through, but also just being, I don't know. Again, I go back to that honesty. It's just, I think that's such a powerful thing when a writer can, can not hold back and just, you yeah. know, just say what they got to say, you know? Yeah. Cause at this point, these guys are in like, are in bands like that, that musicians dream about really oh, successful yeah. bands. And, and just right. the, the chorus where he says, Hi, hire a spy and bug me, uh, pimp your friends for money, rich and growing sicker, sicker. S yeah. Sell the dead ones quicker. It's like, that's man. right. It's <laughs> such a powerful thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like, he's, he's showing you, you know, all the money in the world and fame can't, can't right. fix this you know right right that's true which i guess if anything if anything someone could take out of it that's not bleak and 
<laughs> just right. Totally depressing. Right. It was like in, in a weird way. It's he's he's giving very positive, uh, you know, advice as far as like from that standpoint of where you know like look at it from a bigger lens, you know, than just you know, yeah. Right. All right. So this next one, River of Deceit. When I got to this, I realized I had heard. You know, I thought I never knew this, but I had heard this song before because I guess this when it came out, this was kind of like the yeah, you know, this a single this was, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah this was kind of like a you know a radio hit, I guess you could say, or yeah, a modern yeah. rock hit, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I had definitely heard it before. But again, man, it starts out. What is it, what's the first line of the song? My yeah, pain. my my pain is, is self chosen. Yeah. yeah, so the prophet says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. God, uh, but it is, but it is. It's just, it's a really great song too. So it's a little bit of River of Deceit. Yeah, when he says I could either burn or cut off my pride and buy some time. So even yeah. him him, he's still being, you know, he's saying, Well, I'll buy some time, but he kind of knows it's like he, he knows that it's not gonna end well. You, you totally. Know, and this song, I mean, it, it has so much. I mean, from a lyrical standpoint, I mean, he's again, he's you know, showing you the 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 dark and the light and the you know, and like later in the song when you know, when he says I could, you know pull off my skin and swim to shore and then grow a beautiful shell, you know, for all to see like right, it, right. like he's saying there is, I know there's hope, but I just can't, you know, find it right now. And it's like, but this, I mean, from the musical sense, I mean, this song has so much air in it, you know, space. Oh yeah. And, uh, the beautiful yeah. guitar and Mike. All right. Here, here, once again, Tony, like I told you, I'm all about honesty. So I'm going to be real with you. When right. it starts out in that beautiful guitar with Mike McCready, which McCready, is very yes. uh, a Pearl Jam, it could be the Pearl Jam S because I think totally. they just didn't they just record Vitalogy like at around the same time. Waiting, watching the clock. It's four o'clock. It's got to stop. Tell you, take no more. She practices her speech. Yeah, you can totally hear it. The same, you know the. But yeah. me personally, and this is just me. I'm. I was so happy when Eddie Better did not come in and start singing. That it was Lane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's just I hear me. What you I, mean, know, yeah. I know, and I have friends that love Brett, and they go, "How 
could you not love Pearl Jam? And it's just not my thing. You know, I just no, don't. No, I know. I had, a, I had a really dear friend that said the same thing. He said he hated. I mean, he would use the word hated. He goes, I hate Pearl Jam, hate Eddie Vedder, you know, and I was like, man, that's harsh, you know, but it's like, that's the beauty of me. And I think Eddie Vedder and all those guys would be happy to tell you, like, that's, you know, like music's not for you know you can't please everyone no, no. you know and, what and i'm you saying can't like, love every, and everyone you're, yeah. and you're gonna like yeah, what yeah. you like at the end of the day of course right and, <laughs> and it's not i would never say i hate Eddie better i know he, he's a good guy right. it's just his voice to me is not appealing to me so like i said but it just sound that beautiful guitar and it's just waiting and i'm thinking oh thank god it's not <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> for me that's just me like i said <laughs> yeah I, I totally hear what you're saying it's cool to hear like people that you love with, you know, and I think that's the mark of like when you really love a, 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 a you know, a sound or, or, or a, a group of bands that you would love to hear, you know, I would love to hear this person with this person. And, and oh, that right, was cool right, that right. they, they did this, you know, the, yeah, with this yeah. band. And it's just, uh, yeah, the, 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 the playing on the instrumentation is so intricate and uh, delicate. There's a lot of uh, a delicacy in, in the recording, you know, the way they recorded. Oh it. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so I'm above, kind of like the title track. I mean, it's called I'm Above. The album's called Above. So I'm thinking there, there's something going on here as far as that, what, what he's talking about with being above. But let's listen to a little, then we'll talk about it. I'm Above. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't realize till I read. I assumed that was just him, uh, you know, uh, recording with it, himself. Yeah. Right. But who's who's that singer with him? Yeah, that's Mark Lanning. That's the, that's the singer from Screaming Trees. Yeah, that that's cool, man. Yeah, it is cool. And another. Yeah, you know, and I love I love also how they don't they could have went into because the chorus in that song is killer, and I love how they didn't go into it right there like you. Oh you yeah, predict, right, right, you know, right. They they went to another verse. Yeah. Yep. So. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, of course, Mark Lanigan's uh, gone too. He he died young, but I don't know. Did did they ever say what he actually died of or how he? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Death? I never. I never. No, I never found out. Yeah, I, you know, it's it's so hard to keep up with. <laughs> with the, yeah. A lot of those guys. Yeah, you know, they just yeah. <laughs> I know it's true. It's really true. All yeah. these uh, yeah these I, I don't get it. These young, good-looking guys that are you know, like yeah. I said, so many people in bands like you know that's what they aspire to and they wish to get there. But yeah, it just goes to show, man, that is not everything. Yeah, man, it just when it gets its claws in you, you know, just like there's there's no uh, no age or race or anything that it <laughs> it right. just can take anybody at any time, you know. 
Right. All right. So I said I, I said there's a lot of just straight up blues on this, and this next one, Artificial Red, uh, for sure. And and totally. you know, a, a lot of these songs almost, which I'm not a huge Doors fan, but a lot of these songs almost remind me just the way they're done and recorded. It could be like uh, on a Doors, you know. Sort oh yeah, of I was just listening to it today. I was uh, <clears throat> I was changing my uh, the headlight um, thing on my car, and I, I had it blasting, and I was like. I always, I mean, I like, man, the doors, I just always hear it in this album yeah, yeah, every yeah, time I listen sure. to it. Yeah. Yep, for sure. All right, let's listen to a little bit of artificial. just I, yeah. like i said just the, the way they take their time with these songs and just sort of oh my god it's like that's the uh, that's the kind of blues i like to listen to do the old you know where they just kind of there was so much space between right. the notes and, right yeah and the drums on this track sound so killer to me i've always thought that like i love the way they recorded or made these drums sound yeah oh yeah yeah and and yeah once again like i said i do see uh the, the fact that just the the sound of of just a band playing together in a room you really get that that's what i was saying about your release too you just get that vibe and that's yeah so you totally you get the you know there's no you can tell it you know most likely wasn't done to a click you know and they were just going with each other oh, yeah, and out. Right, yeah, right, yeah. for sure and and not a yeah. lot of effects on on the guitar is just really simple just a guitar plugged into an amp and uh yeah, yeah. just raw yeah yep yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, man, this whole album is raw. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> A lot of ways. <laughs> uh, uh, sonic, right, sonically and lyrically, for sure. All right, so it's not, well, why not have a song on the album that's called Lifeless Dead, you know, on this album? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, it seems like it's about time for that one in the album. You exactly, know? <laughs> exactly. So let's listen to a little bit of the uplifting Lifeless Dead. Bed. 
Yeah. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> that was that was Lane at his finest there, man. You right, could, you right. could, he was he was digging into it on that one. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Now, uh, eventually, I, I know they came out with a, a deluxe uh, edition of this with a lot of extra stuff in there. Did you ever get into that at all? Did you listen to that? I've 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 like I've kind of pieced through it, but yeah, I haven't really dug into it deep. But I mean, I know it's. Yeah, it's got a lot of cool stuff on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it just seemed uh, like I said. I guess the circumstances at the time. I, I just, you know, you could listen to it and you could think, wow, this. this you could see it have becoming like a really big uh, album at the time. You know, even bigger. They had that uh, Temple of the Dog. Temple uh, of the Dog. Yeah. I don't mind stealing bread from the mouths of Yeah, but I, I could see this even, you know, becoming. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, bigger. But I guess just it just wasn't meant to be because it was. Yeah, this the, this know. band to me sounded like they played together for years. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, like it right, could have right. totally, they, they could have easily, you know, toured behind this and, and probably done a few albums for right. sure. Yeah. Right. Um, all right. So here's Lane uh, being, you know, honest again, really honest, uh, saying I don't know anything. This one, most on the record, could you could hear it just being a Allison Chain song, like good. Oh, song. for sure, yeah, and it, and and it's so cool when you're when you know looking at the lyrics. If you were just reading those lyrics without hearing the song, like you'd be like, "What is this?" You know, but it's so cool how he can use such sparse lyrics and make oh right make right. it so full, you know. Yeah, yeah, because well, they are. Yeah, the lyrics there are sparse, but you could tell very well. You said he was listening to that uh, poet uh, a lot. What was the yeah, poet's name? Khalil Gibran. Yeah, right, yeah. right. And you could see the info because a lot of the lyrics they do read like uh, poetry, like like these short for poems sure, and everything. For sure. Yeah. But uh, but they work. They really work good in there because sometimes that's not easy to do. Where a band comes up and then someone comes in and has to sort of fill it in. You could either you could either you know it could come out like this or it could get fucked up. You could really fuck it up. Yeah, butchered. Yeah, like you could force it for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's a it's it's a subtle difference. All right, so uh, let's listen to track number eight. Uh, Let's listen to this one. It's called Long Gone Day. Coming down 
This one's really cool. It's got a very mystical vibe. And again, that's uh, Mark Lanigan singing with uh, Lane on this one. Yeah. And 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 it was cool that I read that all that, uh, uh, like the um, marimba and, and the vibraphone, that's the drummer. Barrett Martin is doing all that stuff. Yeah, it was, it's great. I, I love how they use the, the world drumming kind of sounds on this. Yes, so yeah, I love yeah. when, when bands, you know, do that. You know, Zeppelin did it and all that. And it was like, you can totally. And then. And you can, as much as they don't want to <laughs> claim that, you know, that band Godsmack, that that uh, you can totally hear how they were influenced by by this, you know, this track. Candles raise my desire, why I'm so far away. No ah, and, and, okay, and okay. Chains and all, you know what I'm saying? That like, makes yeah. sense, yeah, yeah, definitely. For sure, yeah. Totally. All right, so this next one, honestly, this might be my favorite. The instrumental it, November. It October? is mine for sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Mine I too. think it's my favorite. This was one. this was the the song that got me high on the album. Yeah, for sure. oh, like, yeah, 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 right. Because it's it yeah. sort of reminds me, you know, on the, the that Jane's Addiction song, uh, Three Days. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just sort of like it's just got this really built, and you know, I'm gonna play a little of it now, but it's ridiculous. I'll have to play. I mean, maybe underneath I'll play more of it in there because yeah, this, it's such uh, a great tune. Yeah. Oh my god, it builds and it builds and it gets and and it just tells uh, like this whole story just uh, musically, you know, without uh, yeah, you don't need the lyrics, but yeah, I'll listen to a, a little bit of it. Uh, November Hotel. Thank you. 
start to kick in more, but I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll play more of it after. But that whole intro part, it definitely, that was another thing. It's got that Doors, Riders on the Storm type vibe, you know? For sure, for sure. Riders on the Storm. Riders on the Storm. Into this house for both. And I always wanted to, if I ever get the chance to meet any, you know, or like Mike McCready or whatever, I always wanted to ask them, like, was that, that tune seems to me like it would have been one of those, like, one-take deals, you know, where they just went for it and it oh, just yeah, came yeah, up. Because, right. you know what I'm saying? Because, like, some of the stuff on the Freer Street, you know, we, we did, you know, we try to only do, like, two or three passes, but a lot of them are the first takes, you know, oh, because they great. came out that's the great. best, you know, so. Yeah, when you yeah. get, the, that's like magic, when you can do that and get something down like that. Yeah. Because you, you could never, you know, just like at uh, the beginning of the podcast, if I had done the whole thing and forget to do record, we could have done it again, but it wouldn't have been as good. Right, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, first takes are always best takes. Um, all right, so uh, another thing I appreciate, I wouldn't say it's a short album because the songs are really long, but it only has 10 songs. And of course, you're ending it, you know, you would think, oh, maybe end it on a little up note or something, but no. Uh, it's a song called <laughs> All Alone with basically, you know, hardly any lyrics, uh, but basically we're, he's not, and he's not even just saying, he's saying we are all alone, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I was saying, is, is, is this guy okay, Tony? But you seem like a very happy, well-adjusted guy. So that's good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's just do a little of the closing track, All Alone. I'm fading it now, but I'll get into it where he actually says we're all alone. But just, it's really yeah. pretty. And I like the last two songs where it goes from that instrumental uh, November Hotel into this. It's just a really, it's a really, yeah. you know, a deep ending to the album. In a strange way, you know, it's it, they ended it so on, on the, you know, on the major chord progression. Like they, they it's, it, it, see, it's like a really positive sounding song to me. It always, I know I'm weird for saying that, but it's no, like, no, I see what it always sent it off that way. You know, like yeah. it, even though what he's saying, it still has that angelic kind of like hopeful, you know, 
You're right. You're right. And I wasn't yeah. thinking that. I guess the fact that it is a major chord thing and everything, it does uplift. It does have kind of like a, a like an uplifting sound to it, but it's also very final, like a very final thing. Like you tell it. Yeah, exactly. Things. Right. <laughs> but it's good. And, and yeah, this album was great. Like I said, it's easy to dismiss, which I was doing at first as just some grunge super group record, you know. But right. I, yeah, I, I really do think it's a lot more than that and it's and it's heavy you know it's a very heavy listen Um, it is yeah and you it's an album you have to you have to listen to multiple times in my opinion you can't just listen to it once you because you're you're either going to like it from the start or you're going to like it after you soak it in a few times oh yeah yeah that's why i always when this no matter what i get i'll listen to it a bunch of times because usually I hate everything at first, you know. You just... Right, right. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, but uh, like I said, on, on the uh, drive home late at night, listen to it, then it, it just sort of all clicks. And then it gets under your skin, which that's what great music does, right? It gets under our skin. Right on, yeah. It sure does. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, Tony, this was great. Uh, like, once again, bringing something that I've never heard before, and hopefully other people didn't. So, once again, uh, Freer Street, your new release. Uh, the best way, what's the label? The label has a great name, too. I, I love the label's name. Yeah, it's uh, it's Farm to Label. Yeah, yeah Farm to Label <laughs> Records. Yeah, and it's you can find it online, or, or I have links on my website, TonyCachetti.com, and I'm all, like I said, on all the... Uh, the streaming platforms and what on facebook and all that stuff so just yeah. my name is not very common so if you type it in you'll most likely get right to me so. right right that's good that's good that's yeah <laughs> but uh like i said uh, really good really good stuff can't recommend it enough really different yeah like i said at first i said oh is he a country is it kind of countryish but and then it goes in all these different directions so really different, yeah. but just really well done good stuff so cool well thank it. you yeah, no, thank you. And uh, thanks, everyone. Don't forget, uh, on Instagram and Facebook, it's at That Record Got Me High. On Twitter, or it's not Twitter, it's X, right? At TRGMH Podcast. You can email me at TRGMH33 at gmail.com. And most importantly, if you want to keep supporting the show, you can go to patreon.com forward slash trgmh and become a patron of the show i would really appreciate it uh we have our newest uh patrons david brogan which i uh, david brogan i believe is is in the uk because it paid like it'll it'll convert it to pounds so i think he's a uk guy and adam wiener uh two new the newest patrons i really appreciate everyone uh who's a patron of the show um so consider doing that but if not just uh hit follow hit subscribe whatever you listen to that helps i really appreciate it tony thanks again this was really fun thanks so much rob for having me man i really appreciate what you do for musicians thank you all right no problem all right we'll see you all next week i'm rob elba we're out of here right on out of anguish back to the fray love is patient love's concern Where do you stand when others need a hand? Through stubborn bones.